This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Up here, keep coming high, keep coming high, keep coming. Go down low. Hi, 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 hi. there. All right, come on down. Come on down right here. Keep coming around here. Nothing's better than watching a bunch of Dale Jr. fans get together at the hospitality tent, raising some Dale, yeah, having a good time. It's Bristol, baby, on the count of three. Let me hear you say Dale, yeah. One, two, three. Dale, yeah. <laughs> Is that good, Amanda? Okay. Bye, Amanda. <laughs> Damn. Did the whole did, did all of Thunder Valley uh, go to with him to get that recording? My God, my goodness, that was quasi Dado, yeah, in, 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 in full form, working a crowd at the Diet Mountain Dew tailgate uh, this past Saturday at Bristol Motor Speedway. And I'm telling you what, he was doing it. Uh, we TJ and myself were up there, mm. and we brought Dado up. Halfway Sounds like through. he had more than Diet Mountain Dew. No, he was. He, he might have had a beer or two in him, but man, that's just how he acts. That's him. He he can yeah. work a crowd. He he was awesome. Now, this is the Dale Junior Download presented by Spy, by the way. And Junior Nation, time is running out to enter Spy's Win a Spin with Dale Junior Sweepstakes. Go to spyoptic.com/slash Dale Junior or Facebook.com/slash SpyOptic. Enter your info for a grand prize of a three-lap ride around Charlotte Motor Speedway with Dale airfare, accommodations, tickets to the Charlotte October Nationwide Race, and spy sunglasses, all for you and a guest. And all you got to do is enter to win and hurry up because sweepstakes ends September the 3rd. While you're on Spy's website, get yourself a pair of signature 88 collection sunglasses. You can enter discount code DIRTYMORADIO. Dirty Mo Radio. That's all one word. <laughs> and receive 20% off your purchase, all courtesy of our partner, Spy. So it was a disappointing Saturday night in Thunder Valley. Uh, Mike, it was, I had mixed emotions because that's the first time I have missed that race in seven years. Uh, but I felt a lot better about not being there about midway through it. Is, uh, it's just one of them deals that's racing, right? Bristol wasn't too kind to us this year, was it, Taylor? Yeah. It you sure know? wasn't both times. That's right. Both times. 24th place in the spring, and what, what did we finish? 39th? 39th or something? Gosh. Yeah. When's the last time we finished 39th and something? Texas, maybe? Texas. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amanda. You're yeah, going to be Dado, that person Dado, today. Dado was actually also there for that and uh, came up to me and put his arm around me at Texas. So um, I love Dado. He's hysterical, but uh, if you believe in superstition, Dado might need to stay home. That's a good point because he was at the first Bristol. Then he was at that Texas, obviously, being that's his yeah. home track. He's the mayor of Texas Motor Speedway. Had a sloppy yellow school bus out there in the infield. <laughs> yes, he does. And then he came for this. Now, he has been to a couple races this year where we performed well. Has not been to a win this year. Yeah. But uh, it was honestly just good to see him, you know. Uh, he kind of went MIA while he's been at crew chief school uh, the, for the past month or so. And so people were kind of being uh, – they were worried about him. Well, let me tell you something. We played a reaction theater call – during that hospitality, we play, played a couple, and uh, we played his reaction theater call from Bristol. Do you remember it, Taylor, from his from the first Bristol, where he was like, "I'm up here looking for a Paul Menard fan, and I can't find one. They're like <laughs> leprechauns." And I'm telling you, that whole place just fell out, and, and and that was before they even knew he was in the tent. And so when the call ended, I was like. That guy sounds crazy, don't he? Well, he's standing right over there. Come on up, Dado. <laughs> so he came up, and that's, that's when he decided he wanted to do a live reaction theater call on stage, and that's what we played for you right there at the beginning of the show. So he was a lot of fun. Yeah, well, it's uh, he, there's no question he was. But, yeah, he, he's bad luck is what we're saying. Yeah, the race, though, um, 
And it's just a it's just one of them racing deals, Mike. I mean, I don't really know another way of putting it. I mean, it's stunk to be involved in that. Uh, there's nothing you know that you could say that Dell Jr. should have done differently. Obviously, no. But I'll tell you this: what concerns me is just how fluky things like that can be. And is and and honestly, I, Jeff Gordon's having a great year. Kevin Harvick's having a great year. Logano wins his third race. Yeah. There's so many guys that are having big years. I mean this through 24 races. They're, I think, the most valuable team, the most valuable driver, the most valuable crew chief, and I know I'm biased, is the 88. I think it's Dale Jr. I think it's Steve Letard. I think it's the crew. I, the 88, I think, has been the best team through 24 races. And the stats back that up. But what scares me is something like that happening at some point during the chase. At the beginning, you have no control over it. Yeah, at the beginning of the chase. I mean, somebody said that actually this past weekend. They're like, the thing I don't like about this chase is that something bad can happen at the first. And so this whole season went, will go you know, for yeah. naught. It'll be a waste. And I said, yeah, sort of like the playoffs for anything else. You know, right. one bad game in the NFL. You could have gone undefeated the entire season. But one bad game in the playoffs, yep, you're out. That's how it works. That's how the playoff system works, and that's what NASCAR's striving for. So, yeah, there's that element to it, and uh, that's something you have to deal with and overcome, which, by the way, Taylor, I will add, that's specifically why Steve Letarte said they went and worked on that car. That was practice after they wrecked this mm -hmm. past weekend, and I was there. This is one of my races where I went. Um, you know, Junior did not want to get back out there running half speed at Bristol when there was only one line. The every, you could only really run that outside line, that high line, uh, which everybody was doing, and uh, you know he didn't want to go out there, have to stick in that line, going 30 miles per hour slower than everybody else. It's dangerous. But Steve came in and he says, uh, "Hey, listen, this is really good practice for us. This is really good practice for this team to be able to have to fix a race car under the gun with you know chaos all around them, and see. Let's see how well we can get this car fixed. Let's get it out there, run some more laps once it's fixed." I don't think we're going to be able to be fast enough to finish this race. Obviously, I think when we we went back out there, we were, what, 60 laps down or something like 104, that? 104. Oh, was it more than that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and so it was like, but let's let's practice. Let's use this moment. And what have we been talking about all year, Taylor? They need crisis moments to work on crisis management, right? And that was an area that Steve Letarte said this team needs work on. They got a good crisis. They don't wreck cars enough to really work on fixing cars. So they did this week. Just by a foot. They were a foot away from being able to escape Denny Hamlin's car coming up the track. But they didn't. It tore off half, you know, the side, tore, tore off the entire side of the car. Let's go ahead and fix this thing and get some practice. So hopefully, hopefully they don't have to utilize that type of thing during the chase, but it could happen. Well, and clearly, as you saw up close and personal, we have the crew chief we want in that situation. It's just amazing his leadership and, and what he does in a crisis management situation. His leadership when you're winning is tremendous, too. We need to mention that. Uh, but certainly he is so good when something unexpected happens. You were there to, to witness all of it up close and personal. Try to give us a sense of, of what that experience was like because, you know, you used to go to all the races. You've been to a handful of them uh, this year. You, you have a win under your belt uh, at Pocono, but you've seen the other side of it as well. And I'm sure you saw some disappointed people, namely Dale Jr., disappointed but you know what the car was pretty fast you know every time they came into a pit they came in a couple times you know took two tight right sides i think in the first stop took left sides in the second you know every time they came into pit they actually came out better they they, they slowly came up through the field uh, whether through strategy whether through just pit cycling and the car was mm -hmm. fast and we've said it before if the car is fast and they're making progress 
it's hard to really have that disappointment set in to where it ruins your week. Junior was pleased with the way the car drove. Didn't qualify well again. <laughs> uh, Junior had some funny things to say about that, but it was like, if the car is drivable, he can live with it. Now, the the past Bristol, the, the, the one in the spring, remember we were so good at the start of it, but when it rained, all that rubber washed off the track. When we came back out, our tires just disagreed with the car com you know, completely, and we lost a lap all on our own. That's where he's like, you know, what did we do? Clearly we had something wrong, and so that was harder to live with, and we finished that race. Well, and he and that's exactly what he tweeted too. I mean, you heard it there. I mean, he he talked about how fast uh, they were, and and also about how Bristol Motor Speedway is the funnest thing they get to do all year. It's it's frustrating there as well at BMS, but uh, it's also he says nothing compares. And and I wanted to ask you that. What what was the first year, Mike? You went to Bristol Motor Speedway? Two thousand two Nationwide Series. At the time, it was called the Bush Series. I think it was the fourth or fifth race fifth race of the year mm -hmm. uh working for jimmy spencer jimmy punted jack sprague on the final lap Sprague came running down after jimmy <laughs> after the race that was going to be a big ordeal had kevin harvick not jumped off his car and started choking greg biffle and that all of a sudden became the big point of emphasis not only for the fans but for us as well and yeah. jimmy got up on the wall started waving his towel around sort of like egging on the fans to cheer for this wrestling match that we were watching between Biffle and Harvick. That was my first experience at Bristol. Oh, so it wasn't memorable at all. Um, no. Yeah. And, <laughs> but obviously in terms of the energy there, in terms of just the sea of humanity, the last great coliseum that we have here in, in uh, American sports, it is unlike anything else. I mean, it is truly one of the greatest spectator sporting events we have in this country. Let me ask you this, because it's a lot of people have been critical, Mike, of Bristol in recent years. Yep. It does seem like it's starting to see the other side of that. Yeah. Uh, I when I started going there, I, I really, I mean, it was jaw dropping. Everything about it, and still, everything outside the track and before the race has just has been as just a drop dropping as it once was. I will say, though, I did see in the last few years the racing start getting better. What's your thought on that? Well, you know, I always look at things through the lens of how our team, you know, were yeah. we able to make passes. And I'm not sure we were in that race long enough to really get a true assessment of it. But I will say this. The crowd has recovered. I mean, like, yeah. you know, th there was a couple races there in a row where Bristol, like, there was clearly empty seats, and those campgrounds were noticeably empty. There Especially in the spring. Yeah. swaths of, of emptiness there in those campgrounds. Those things were full, man. And I'm going to tell you, the, the crowd in the infield of Bristol Motor Speedway and in, in those grandstands, there were a lot of people. And I, I thought to myself, okay, they're actually back. They're, they're coming back. I, I don't know what the final numbers were from a crowd attendance standpoint. But it felt like old Bristol. You know what mm. I mean? It yeah. felt like old Bristol. Now, as far as the racing goes, I mean, there was, a, there was some great racing that went on in that race, especially for the lead. I mean, the, it was a, unfortunately, we were in an airplane coming back by this time, but I was sitting there following it on Twitter and, and you know, other ways. And, like, Logano, who was it? Logano, uh, Harvick. And McMurray, and McMurray were, had a great battle for the McMurray lead. McMurray led for quite a while. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, Harvick was really strong at the beginning. Gordon was strong. So there was some good battles for the lead. We were passing cars. It did kind of stink that there was only one significant groove, and people were clearly, uh, like, trying to stick to that outside line. So there wasn't really anybody that could work on the bottom that I remember uh, being, you know, that, that can make that work for some good side-by-side -side racing for multiple laps in a row. But I just I felt like Bristol as a whole, the whole package was sort of on the rebound this past weekend. I, I agree completely with that. And I'd like to apologize between the years of 2007 and 2013 for my behavior in Red Barn Campground. But, um, 
Yeah, no, I, they remember you. Yeah, no, I, they probably do. But it did look like it recovered, and uh, I'm glad to hear you say that. And so we go to Atlanta, and then on to Richmond, and and by the way, certainly all of us in Junior Nation want to see the 88 in Victory Lane one of or both of those weekends. All right, uh, as we mentioned at the top of the show, Spy has an exclusive deal for Dirty Mo' Radio listeners. Go online to spyoptic.com slash Jr. or facebook.com slash spyoptic and enter for your chance to win a spin with Dale Jr. There's a chance of a lifetime. Don't miss out. And if you find yourself a pair of signature 88 sunglasses while on spyoptic.com, use the same code Dirty Mo' Radio. Dirty Mo' Radio. Oh. Amanda's over there taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> All one word <laughs> to receive twenty percent off your purchase. It is I love time it. once again for Reaction Theater. The only good thing about freaky, stupid, spinning out Demi Hamlin and taking out the man in the eighty-eight is listening to the radio and hearing Stevie Latard pump up the crew to take notes on for the future if they have to fix the car and hear him working as a team. I love that. But other than that, this race. Dunk, but I love the teamwork and I love the leadership of Steve Letarte. We're going to come and get him next week. But Demi Hamlin and Freaky Stupid ought to have their asses kicked. <laughs> oh, you so by Freaky Stupid, he's talking. He, yeah, he, I think Harvick had Jimmy Johns on his car. I see what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was just about to tweet. I, I swear, I almost had it teed up. I was going to tweet because Junior was starting second, Hamlin was first. And I said, hey, just in case that they haven't, you know, finished their conversation from last week, this is a perfect opportunity for them oh, to yeah. look across and discuss it while they're both on the front row. And, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a couple laps later that that wreck happened. Yeah. well, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't. <sighs> just one of them deals. What do we have next? What a bunch of idiots wrecking each other halfway. But Dale Jr. handles it with class and style, so I'm not going to put myself – to their level, I'm going to keep myself up to Junior Nation standards and say we're going to come back and kick butt before it's over. Way to go, Dale Jr. Keep it up. It's a good attitude. Very yeah. level-headed. Yeah. I don't know. It might be too level-headed for Reaction Theater, but it's it's a good attitude. Hey, when all else fails, raise your standards to Junior Nation standards. That's a good <laughs> rule of thumb. <laughs> Who's next? Suck. Junior got caught up in Harvick and Hamlin's bullshit. Poor Junior looked depressed. Hell, he'd done good coming up from 20th spot. I'm only on number three scotch, but Lord knows I'm going to have to hit it hard now. You've done a good job, Junior. Hang in there, Ben. You've done good. Later. <laughs> only on the third one, huh? Yeah. Well. You don't hear very many female scotch drinkers. No. What's you know? up with that? You I respect the no. hell out of that. Not that I – yeah, well, I do too. That's kind of classy, actually. Yeah, Amanda, even... you can uh, you can get into some scotch, can't you? Oh, I'm a lightweight. I'm more like you a are? wine spritzer kind of gal. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I thought I thought there might be a chance. Maybe Johnny Walker Blue Label, something like that. <laughs> All right. Who's next? Well, I guess this sucks. This is Danny way of getting back at Junior from last week. Oh, and by the way, TJ, you suck. You say up, up, up. You should have been down, 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 June, down, down. You suck, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Miss Terry is looking through the window right now. Terry Burkert, she's she she's got a stunned look on her face. She's shopping in there, and even that appalls her. The way that the yeah. can't talk to TJ that way, can we? Well, I guess we I think can. she did apologize on Twitter to TJ. I think I oh. did see that today, which made me That's laugh funny. even more. Didn't uh, that? To be fair, he was saying go high, go up, 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 and that's. 
the direction Denny Hamlin's car happened to be going sideways, up, up, up. And, and But really at Bristol, how do you really call you a wreck? I mean, you don't. You can't. It's almost I mean, like it's like Stevie yeah. said to Junior in the hauler. This was right afterwards, and they were talking. He's like, it's almost like you just got to go, hey, you see it. You do something. You know, t- tell, tell him the driver. He's like, I, I don't know what to tell you. So mm. nothing yeah, really a, you can do there. No, they're it. What's next? Mike Davis. Mike Davis, leave Amanda Troutman alone. If she wants to get married in the back of a pickup truck, you let her. If she doesn't want to get married at Bristol, you let her. Amanda Troutman, she knows what she's doing. She's got her shoes knit together. I'll tell you what. What can I say about the race? Crappy. Dale Jr. gets taken out running third for crying out loud. On to Atlanta. Let's get this going out. So it's good to know that Kip has the phone number to react to this. Isn't that right? That's true. I'm glad I'm to gl- he this, does have that toll. He can call uh, toll-free. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. wanted a supporter. I was glad I had a supporter. Everybody seems to be against me on this. So to be clear, are you wanting to get married in the back of a pickup truck? Because I'm all about that. I don't that. know where that came from. Oh, but. yeah, right. I mean, like all of a sudden, I like this idea. Amanda, <laughs> have we decided where you're going to get married now? I have no clue. And can I just ask you, how do you feel about the Talladega infield? <laughs> oh, no. Here we, we go. We do go to Talladega. <laughs> Honeymoon just and Aniston. Might, just <laughs> might something to think about. All right, who's next? 39th place, guys. Tough break. You know, I'm sure Harvick wouldn't have wrecked Hamlin if he knew it would have collected our boy. Anyway, I wanted to say I'm proud of LeCart for making the boys work on the car and getting it back out there. If we're going to have our bad luck, let's have it now. Great job by the 88 team. Hell yeah. No Hell beers. Yeah. No beers? No beers. Oh, that's All right. a shame. Well, he's honest. Yeah, that's true. I, I like the tweets you've been getting too about some of these uh, some of these libations people have had. They've been tweeting you how many uh, yeah beers or cocktails they've had, or in some cases both. That's right. Right. Hey, this guy brings up a point though. Kevin Harvick, he was actually very apologetic about doing that, even to Denny. Did you notice that? Is that right? Yeah, he was very apologetic. I mean, he took full accountability of uh, causing that wreck. But uh, you know, I, I saw Josh Jones, uh, his business yeah. guy, in the uh, media center shortly after, and he said. Man, Kevin is like not even acting like himself on the radio right now. He's so apologetic to Denny and, and Junior. It's like he goes, I almost think that he's looking at a picture of Keelan while he's driving the car because he's getting so emotional about it. <laughs> and I said, okay, he's like, he's like, tell tell Kevin to rub some dirt on it or something. So, I, he, he obviously was very upset that he caused that wreck. I've never heard that man called Josh Jones before. I thought his name his Mother first name Function. was Mo- I thought his first name was Mother and his last name was Function. But, <laughs> That's right. Uh, he's uh, obviously a good friend and somebody that uh, has played great tricks on uh, or has had tricks played on him before, and certainly I'm sure has something for Hogue in the future. Who's next? This is the Bill Yes thing. I'm so pissed off right now. I'm not even going to sing this week. Oh, Harvick, you're such a correcting somebody that early in the race and taking out two good race cars. So, f*** you. Have a good download, everybody. (laughs) He doesn't sound the same when he's talking. No, I know. The you know da- what? That's the Dale Yes Singer. And we played the Dale Yes Singer at the Diet Mountain Dew tailgate. We played That was one of the calls that we played. Uh, yeah, his very first song, we played that for the crowd. That, that that's right. That one. That was yeah. it. And and I played three reaction theater calls. I was trying to explain to them what reaction theater is. It was a crowd of about 500, and I wanted them to get a full gist of it. So we played the Dale Yes Singing Man. We Quasi Dado's uh, Bristol recap, and I can't remember the other one. Do you, Amanda? I sent you like five of them, so I can't. Oh yeah. If there was maybe the five hundred win, did you? I honestly don't remember now. Oh well. Yeah. But well, uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure that they were hilarious, and he is definitely one of the f- funniest people we have had here on Reaction Theater. But not as happy 
this week. How about what's happening next? First time calling her, listened since day one, or I should say caller, excuse me. Uh, I just been watching the race right now, and I just want to say that Kevin Harvick is the biggest turd on the face of the planet, <laughs> and Junior should not let him race for Junior Motorsports anymore. Mm. The way he spun out Danny Hamlin and then wrecked Junior, Junior is done for the night. And I, I am on top of this, sick as a dog, sitting here in my man cave watching a race with my wife, and then I see Junior get spun out. So screw you, Harvick, you piece of crap. I hope you wreck. Okay. All right, fired up. And listen, that's just the way what happens with, with racing uh, on a Saturday night uh, when you go on, get on a short track and high banks of Bristol as you get crazy things that happen. And um, listen, it doesn't extend just from driver to driver. How about crew chief to driver? Oh, Kyle Busch. Whew. Yeah. How about Dave Rogers? Wow. And, and you know what? I read about that later. I didn't know, obviously, when it was happening, what was going on. But, man. Dave Rogers could have, I don't know who the mayor of Bristol, Tennessee is, but his name might as well be Dave Rogers. Because when he said that on Saturday night, if they played that on the loudspeaker at Bristol (laughs) Motor Speedway, they'd have to shut that thing down. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah. I guess they patch things up. So to speak. Yo, but do sure. you want yeah, that? To, do, do you even want that? Even if they patch it up, do you kind of want that right before the chase? Who? Like yeah, you, that's you know, if you're a fan of that team, is that something you want to be hearing? Because this makes you appreciate Latart and Junior even more, right? It really does. It really does. And yeah, no, I mean, I'm sure that to some degree, you know, cooler heads prevailed and all that. But yeah, I mean, those are those are words that are hard to take back. You know, yeah. after and and it, listen, a lot of people probably agreed with what Roger said, but it's kind of like. I mean, I hate to bring up bad informa- bad memories, but McGrew, years ago in that same place in the spring race, was basically saying, you know, you need to dig harder, Junior. And yeah. Junior said, don't you ever question me digging, basically. Right, right. And, you know, it, maybe the next day, you know, you calm down, but you don't forget things like that. Well, I thought it was interesting what Joe Gibbs said after the race. He was like, you know, there's just two guys in the heat of the moment. But listen, in the chase, those are ten big heats of the moment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's like, like, like heat of the moments only apply to Bristol. No, you got to be able to handle those situations, and it, you're going to have many of those in the chase. Well, to your point it, it, uh, about Latart, it, it's why we have so much an appreciation for the guy. I mean, because he is absolutely what crew chief should be and what a championship level crew chief should be. Yep. Let's play one more. If I didn't need a reason to drink beer tonight, well, damn it, I definitely got a good one now. Uh, good job, 88 team, trying to get the thing pieced together, trying to log some laps. Um, too bad we got involved in somebody else's incident. Uh, you're going to keep your head up, buddy. Own two more races and then uh, beast mode. Dale, yeah, let's go get it. Dale, yeah. Absolutely, let's do it. Uh, you know, Mike, I have, uh, I have all the confidence in the world in, in Atlanta and in Richmond. You mentioned the speed they had in Bristol. Junior did as well. Um, and listen, I mean, let's just keep all this in perspective. It, it was a tough night. Nobody's going to question that. But uh, nobody has more wins than Dale Earnhardt Jr. Uh, Dale Jr. has more top fives than any driver on the circuit this year, and he has as many top tens as anybody else. Jeff Gordon and Dale Jr. tied for the most top tens, most top fives, and tied before others for the most wins. So just keep that in mind as you get ready for Atlanta Motor Speedway. Reaction Theater is open 24-7. All you have to do is call toll-free 1-855-740-1902 and leave us your voicemail message. We'll play the best each week right here on Dirty Mo' Radio. Remember Wednesday, Fast Lane Family, presented by Charlie Soap. It's Kelly Earnhardt Miller's birthday week, and she's got several special guests joining as they share special birthday memories from years past. Friday, check out JRM 360, the podcast. Get to know the characters at work at JR Motorsports a little better. 
And on Mondays, we recap the full weekend. Amanda has that for you with the Junior Motorsports Nationwide and Late Model Teams and Dale's Sprint Cup Series run as well on the Monday recap presented by Spy. Let's throw the white flag. White flag right there, white flag. Everybody, don't forget to vote Dale Jr. Most Popular Driver. You can do it at mostpopulardriver.com. And a reminder, you'll need to vote for Dale Earnhardt Jr. It doesn't really do us good if you go vote for somebody else. So vote Dale Jr. Michael McDowell. (laughs) That's right. Jr. is testing at Martinsville today and tomorrow. He even has a little media availability built in today. So check your favorite NASCAR media outlets for some Jr. wisdom during your lunch. Never know what he's going to say. This Friday morning, Jr. has an appearance for the National Guard at an Atlanta area high school. Later that afternoon, he'll practice the number 88 National Guard Chevrolet. And that evening is qualifying. So a lot going on Friday. You'll find practice and qualifying both on Fox Sports 1. Saturday is the Nationwide Series race at Atlanta. Junior won't be in it, but Kevin Harvick, uh, to the dismay of a couple of those reaction theater callers, (laughs) Kevin Harvick, Regan Smith, and Chase Elliott will be. Does he have security? Yeah, I guess he'll need it. You'll find Friday's Great Clips 300 on ESPN2 at 7 p.m. Eastern. Sunday's Oral-B USA 500. Is that really what it's called? Wow. The Oral-B USA 500? Yeah, uh, yeah that, well, Oral-B's got a big USA program. Be patriotic while you brush your teeth, I guess. Well, I got a USA program, you know, <laughs> wave a flag every now and then. America. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> that Oral-B USA 500 is happening <laughs> Saturday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. You'll find it live on ESPN. Yeah. Taylor, did you notice what's new in the Junior Nation store? You got Oral-B products in there, too? <laughs> I wish. Koozies. Oh, I did see that. Dale, and yeah, cam- koozies. You have camo Dale, yeah, koozies? Uh-oh, we're getting looks. Are they not in there, Terry? <laughs> That's not them. We got koozies, but there's some Dale, yeah, Dirty Mo Radio koozies. If you check Junior's Twitter feed this past weekend, he's really excited about them. Trust me on this. He's really excited about these koozies. In fact, he was ready, ready to place an order for a number that I'm not even going to tell you because he wanted to give them away, and we were like, just slow down a little bit on that, Dale. <laughs> you, you don't need to go buy them all right now to give away. Just hold tight on that. But, yeah, Dirty Mo Radio, Dale Yacuzzi's are at the Junior Nation store here. They're going to be at the Junior Nation uh, souvenir hauler uh, moving forward at the racetrack. So keep an eye out for those. I have no idea if they're available online or not. But if you just hold tight, she's holding Miss Terry's holding them up right now. So they are in this oh, store. So that's good to know. Taylor, I'll get you one, man. I need one. Lastly, I just want to thank everybody at the Diet Mountain Dew tailgate at Bristol on Saturday. That was a lot of fun, and hopefully we can do that again. And I mean, if Amanda's not been married in the back of a pickup truck, I'm still holding out hope that maybe we can do that at a track at a Dirty Mo Radio event or something like that uh, coming up. And uh, Taylor, you're invited if that happens. Well, thank you. I mean, well, right? listen, I, I just think the Talladega Infield in October is a beautiful place. That's, That's what we're working well, on. This, do you want like Dale to marry us in the back of the pace uh, the truck during the? Parade lap? Is Dale. that where we're at? Dale, Dale, yeah. He can, he can, Dale, yeah, of course. Uh, that, that's not a bad idea. Dado might need to officiate, though. I wouldn't be against that. Can I just tell you real quick, and, and, and I'm done with White Flag, but I want to tell you, Dado left me a message last night, and it was this. He received a new school bus that he called Sloppy Second, okay? He received it? He didn't pay anything for it. Hmm. So he has a school bus that he's rebuilt. He calls it Sloppy Second, and he wants to keep it out on the East Coast like possibly my house oh. so he can have it so he can drive like he can just fly in and get his bus and then go to the local track with Darlington or Bristol or Talladega or anything like that so he may actually have an east coast bus and a and west a, coast or, a, a, or a Texas bus <laughs> yeah. yeah a Texas bus 
So this guy yeah. is starting to take this to a whole new level. I have a tremendous respect for that. Tremendous respect for that. And by the way, I am wearing my Dahlia T-shirt once again. It is dry now. Good um, for you. Good bucket it, challenge, by the way. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I definitely wore that through that, and it's it's dry once again. But uh, hey, listen, it's just one of them racing deals. We'll get back on track in Atlanta. Fired up for that. Uh, we thank uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. as always. We thank Amanda Troutman. For Mike Davis, I'm Taylor Zarzer. You've been listening to the Dale Jr. Download, presented by Spy. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Hey, Amanda, good show today, but i got some good news for you. You want to know what it is? What? If you uh, win the win a spin with Dale Jr. for Spy Optic, you know, yeah. if you win that, Kevin Harvick or Denny Hamlin, neither one of them will actually be on the track. So you will actually complete all the laps that you uh, that you signed up for. Isn't that good news? So you get all three laps. All three laps. Airfare. That's accommodations. Right. That's right. Junior's driving, but you don't have to worry about that because Harvick and Hamlin will be far away. <laughs> Go to spyoptic.com slash Dale Jr. or facebook.com slash spyoptic for your chance to enter.